Okay, Aris. Tonight, this is again for your benefit. We're talking about turntables and our journey through turntables. Can you please do the lead in and do it sensibly? All right. Welcome, everyone. We're at episode nine. We're talking about turntables. That's the analog version of high fidelity for those completely inebriated and can't tell what they're listening to. I hope you enjoy it because. I think we all are. All right, episode nine, we're talking about turntables. In that context, what is the music that you've listened to on your turntable over the last couple of weeks? Uh, SB2, why don't you go first? Okay, so the, the thing I have enjoyed most on my turntable over the last period is probably Brothers in Arms, actually by Dire Straits, as everyone knows. Now, it's a great bit of music, and I think it was just designed to be played on turntable. Yeah, I've heard it on CD, that's great, but I reckon it was designed to be on um, record, and I'd love listening to it. No, so that was the last thing I listened to, and I, I, I do love it. All right, Trevor. Um, a perfect circle, eat the elephant. It's awesome, <laughs> awesome, awesome, Seriously? awesome. Seriously? Uh, uh, SB1, I think we need to find another SB3. Trevor's <laughs> off the reservation here. The, the sad bastard I thought he was. He's actually much sadder. He's, um, he he's off the reservation. The sorry, sorry, Trevor, you're, you're off the island. <laughs> so I'm not even sure what I did wrong there. Yeah. Which is probably... Uh... <laughs> you opened your mouth. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> All right, okay. Uh, Aris, what about you? Um, okay, so a amalgamation of Joy Division and New Order in an album called Total. Um, that is on vinyl. It's it's an amazing sort of pressing. It is so good it, on vinyl. It just takes me straight back to the days where I thought life was good and rosy. Oh, that's so sad. What? <laughs> <laughs> How does that work? Have, have you ever listened to their lyrics, Aris? Oh my god! Um, okay, right. Why did why on earth did turntables? You know those things that spin me right round like a record. We all have turntables. We all enjoy them, mostly when we're drunk. So let's talk about that. Why do turntables matter? SB three. <laughs> That's you, Trev. <laughs> <laughs> oh me. Uh, I don't know. I just don't know. Turntables are awesome. There's just there's something there's something that they give you that that digital doesn't. Why do they matter? That's a really good question. There's there's something about putting a record on, forgetting the crackles and pops, which actually if you clean your records you don't get. There's something you, I get that is forgetting the sound. Even it's a different experience from listening to digital. Yes, there's the physical ownership of the. I have no idea, Trev, why Aris is involved in this podcast. I don't think he is involved. <laughs> no, I don't think he is. Hang on. I think well, I can mute him. What was that about, Aris? Can I mute him? I probably no, don't worry. Can. I'll just edit him out. I can edit him right, out. Right, okay. It's, it's kind of, yeah. He's not even, he's not All even right. playing right. Back on, back on track. So, so Trev, before Aris fucked everything up, <laughs> well, well, you have a turntable. I get that. 
why is it you have a ter- why don't you just go straight digital i don't know i just don't know it makes digital's easy well actually it's not easier it's more convenient the sound is arguably cleaner but there's something about putting a record on that is just fun and there's the physical you know you look at the record you clean the record you own the record it's a bit of thing a bit of stuff that you own and you put it on and you listen to the whole thing you don't skip around like you do with with uh, digital or like i do with digital and one thing i hate i have to say is when people call more than one record vinyls the plural of vinyl is not vinyls so i've got that off my chest are you playing some vinyls tonight no i'm playing some records I might listen to the divinals on vinyl. Yeah, well, that, that's because there's, there's about four of them in the band, right? That's what they call the divinals. That, that's correct, yeah. <laughs> so Chrissy Amphlett was a divinal. That's right. The band is the divinals. Correct. Yeah, so that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. There's just something about listening to a record that I'm less critical when I listen to records. I just enjoy the music more. It's less about how good it sounds. It's less about audiophile stuff. It's just about putting on the music and enjoying it. So I love it. I'm not, and as I said, the turntable I have now is the bit of gear that has lasted the longest in my system. So what, what's that turntable, Trev? It is a Yamaha GT750, which sounds very much like a motorbike, but actually isn't. <laughs> it um, and the GT stands for gigantic and tremendous. And that's what it is. It's a big, big ass direct drive turntable what cartridge have you got on the gta motorbike it's a moving coil cartridge yeah but i can't remember oh dyna vector yes a dyna vector moving coil cartridge so yes i've i've sort of fiddled with cartridges but i've kept the turntable itself so i started with moving magnet cartridge and i guess i got the bug to explore the difference between moving magnet moving coil Um, my limited experience was that moving magnet gives you sort of a warmer, lush sound, possibly a bit less accurate. Trevor, I want to know whether your vinyl comes with whips and chains. That's all I want to know. <laughs> Only if you ask nicely. <laughs> I don't see the pictures, to be honest. There are people I know who have bought turntables, turntable preamps, whatever they're called. What are they called, Trevor? Phono stages. Phono stages. They've got their speakers. They've got everything set up and they haven't bought any vinyl. But their aim is to buy the 40 or 50 albums, recordings, pressings, everything that they listen to pretty much as their standard fare and every, and then just use, you know, streaming to complement that. And that becomes their 50 top albums and that's what they listen to. They sound like sad bastards to me. Oh, without a doubt. But it's, a, it's an interesting paradigm, right? That, that, that makes sense? No, not, not interesting at all. Why is it that they would buy those particular albums on vinyl? Do they think they sound better? No, no. They've gone and listened to, you know, top-end vinyl gear, outperformed what they could spend on a DWA. So that's what they've decided to do. They've decided to go all in on vinyl for a subset of media and then accept the fact that Discovery is part of the low-fidelity digital realm and they use Spotify or Apple Music or whatever to discover music and then they go and buy it on vinyl. So if, if, if you kind of run with this and then take it back to some of the discussions we've had previously, if, if you sort of think about what the most nonlinear bits are in your system, it's 
really your speakers and room, your cartridge can be quite non-linear and cartridges do sound different. They measure different, they sound different. So, you know, perhaps vinyl is more than just the medium for people. Maybe it's, you know, you choose a cartridge and a phono stage setup that is a bit like choosing a speaker. It's a transducer. It changes the sound from one form to another. So, you know, in the way that speakers are very personal, um, vinyl is very personal too. And maybe that's why people love it. Maybe that's one reason people love it. They can yeah, get the sound they that they really it. like. All right. Well, Trevor, that was really fascinating. So you're you're basically in a very happy place with your GTA motorbike. It spins round and round and does great things with vinyl. Um, SB1, what, what has been your path to vinyl? Because you don't strike me as a vinyl sort of guy, and no pun intended. You're someone who hates vinyl because of its inaccuracies and non-linearities yeah and it stretches and it 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 kind of hurts you i don't think of those as quality it gets sweaty like tell us why are you into vinyl johnny i just i just sorry i have to interrupt you and, and just pause here you know i, I think oh, i had a word this there's not there's not a lot that's a lot sadder than three sad bastards joking about you know double entendres about vinyl really I it think doesn't get I much sadder than that, does it? I think it, it's, the, it's, it's very sad, but it's very no, funny, it, at least to me anyway. The, the, audience, the audience for this podcast is going to be four people, Aris. No, 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 no. When you, when you put the metadata, when you put the, when you put the metadata on our website and you put vinyl, I reckon you're going to have a lot of very interested people. Okay, let's move on. Um, SB2, why are you into vinyl? Yeah, what? I actually aren't into vinyl at all. I'm going to tell you about my journey. I talk about my journey every single episode. No one cares, but I'm going to talk about it. Oh, sorry. I care. I care a lot. Trevor Trevor cares. None of our listener cares. So so let me be clear. Before my 50th birthday. Are you 50? Yes. Yes. So... What, what mattered to me was accurate reproduction, but I did think turntables are kind of cool, cool in the sort of, if I was 20, I had a turntable, I'll get laid a lot, sort of cool. It was a sort of a, a romantic memory of my university days. I never had a turntable, I never got laid a lot. So in principle, I was kind of not interested, but I thought they were cool, but I didn't really want one, just thought they were cool. So for my 50th, some, Bastards bought me a turntable and I would have expected a turntable which actually worked. In fact, I would have loved a turntable which worked. So in fact, these two sad bastards bought me a turntable which was belt driven where the belt goes um, external to the platter. It, it's, it's a nightmare. So it's impossible to put the belt on and when you ter- put um, vinyl on the platter, almost invariably, especially when you're drunk, the belt gets knocked off. So what I found is whilst I don't like vinyl, I actually love the the ritual of putting a record on. To the extent I am not drunk enough to knock the belt off, I really enjoy the turntable. So I've got a, a nice little collection of vinyl there, which I really, really enjoy. I love my, actually I hate my turntable. And, and the reason I hate it is because when I'm most primed to enjoy it is when I'm drunk. 
who are actually, I'm just in the mood for whatever. And every time I'm really in the mood, I knock the belt off the ter- uh, off the planet. I have a um, project. It's just a metaphor for something, John. No, it's not a metaphor. I just knock the belt drive off the turntable, and then I spend the next twenty minutes swearing and uh, and just giving up. So about last week, I was really in the mood to listen to some Pink Floyd. I was drunk, had a great time. Oh, fucking Pink Floyd! That'd be great. Put it on. Bang, knock the belt off. Aris calls up, as he does. I'm swearing at Aris because he's a dickhead. I'm swearing at the turntable because it's a dickhead. And I've taken the belt off, just thrown it on the platter and said, fuck you, I'm buying a, um, a, cl- a clear I'm buying a clear audio turntable. As soon as I get the money, I'm, I'm, I'm ditching that and getting something else. I wanted a clear audio. And there's that German design is beautiful, very beautiful. Romantic German design. So let me just recap. I hate turntables. I love turntables. I hate my turntable. I'm going to get a new one. I I heard you hate SB2 and SB1, SB3 Correct. and SB1. Yes. That's what I heard. Absolutely, I do. We've um, made your life very difficult. I hate both of you for multiple reasons, not just the turntable. They just adds to it. So what do you think of this song? You're such a fuckwit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, no, no, no. We haven't quite finished. John, uh, SB2, do you buy vinyl or do you buy digital at the moment as a preference? Um, as a preference, I stream. For things I really like, I buy the digital source of it. But things which are really important to me, as in something about really close to who I am, I buy vinyl because I, I like the idea of having a, a collection up there of stuff which is really important. No one else in the world has those albums, just me. What would you buy on vinyl next week if, if you were going out to, if you could go out of your house and buy a record? Go buy the whole Cure collection. Okay. Is that because of your state of mind right now with COVID, etc., or...? It, why, why is that? What motivates you to buy uh, that on vinyl as opposed to streaming no, it, for example? Is the kill was um, really important to me through my university days, as it probably was for a lot of people. Um, and it just means it has a lot of personal significance to me. So I happily buy the cure on vinyl. I, I don't have them all as yet, mm. uh, but I'd happily do so. Okay. Oh, look, I, I think we're all of the same age. I grew up with vinyl in the 70s and kind of fell in love with it there and then when I could go over to friends' houses or relatives' houses or neighbours' houses and we couldn't afford anything. We were we were dirt poor. But when we went around to friends' houses and they had vinyl, they had record players, they could you could play pretty much everything you wanted. ABBA, All right. the Bay City Rollers, you know, Eagles, whatever. There was great collections in my relatives' houses, my neighbours' houses, whatever. So for me, the ability to just put on a record and listen to it and just escape was awesome. So I, I, I fell in love with vinyl from a very young age. So vinyl was a, my intro into, um, into music. There's no doubt about it. And I, that ritual of putting on a record and just losing oneself was, was part of that. By the time I got to the point of being able to afford hi-fi, uh, the CD revolution had started. So I jumped on the CD bandwagon, not realizing just how bad CDs were at the time. And so 
I threw out my vinyl, I sold it all, bought a CD player with the, the proceeds. But so vinyl was really, really important, but I realized that I just, you know, I had to move with the times. I, I sold my albums and I had some great 80s albums. But I haven't had a, a vinyl, I haven't had any temptation to buy records since that time. And I've gotten CDs in a big way, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of CDs, maybe thousands, to the point where then streaming came along, that took over. Recently, I bought a, I bought a, a Riga turntable, an RP3, and, you know, bought some albums. And so I've, what I really enjoyed, I mean, Trevor, you said this before, and I think Johnny, you said the same thing, is the ability to put something on, put it on side A, squint a bit and find out what side A is versus side <laughs> B, um, drop the needle, sit down, relax, and wait for the, you know, uh, to flip the record over, clean it, play it, and then um, roughly 45 minutes later, if that's the greater part of an hour by the time you're done, that's why I buy vinyl, albums that I would, that I enjoy end-to-end, side A, side B, close it off. And that's how I listen to them. That's me. I, I do think you've forgotten a key, I think we've all forgotten a key element here. The, the vinyl itself is you know, mechanical, fantastic. It's a ritual. The most important part, I think, is alcohol. <laughs> yeah, Seriously, no, totally. Yeah, I agree. I, the most I enjoy my music, and especially my turntable, is when I've got a glass of single malt with me. And I, and I can enjoy my whiskey. And on the rare occasion, I don't knock the belt off the turntable that you fuckers bought me. I'm as happy as a pig and shit. I really, really enjoy that. So that's interesting. We all have a ritual-based approach to vinyl. I'm going to ask the question to everyone. Do you enjoy vinyl more than digital? All, th- all other things being normal. So what I mean by that, if you're going to put on an album and listen to it, rather than stop and start. So you've got to take into account that you're in the mood and you put a CD on versus you put an album on. Do you enjoy the album more or the CD? Just in terms of pure enjoyment, without any kind of analysis, I would prefer to put on the record, the album. Part of it is the ritual, I think. Um, in fact, the big part of it is the ritual. So I think that's probably what it is. Okay, Johnny, um, SB2, what do you enjoy more? Analog or digital? Do I think vinyl sounds better than digital? Not in your fucking life. It's just ridiculous. There's no comparison. Do I enjoy um, vinyl? I love vinyl. When I don't get clicks, when I don't knock the belt off my turntable, when I'm drunk enough, with all the right things, I really enjoy it. But then again, I would enjoy a piece of plastic on my desk just as much. So, so when you let your analytical side down and just enjoy things, you prefer vinyl. Yeah, that's right. When, when I turn off every part of me which makes me me <laughs> and accept any rubbish, I enjoy vinyl. <laughs> what about you, Aris? Do I enjoy? But I, look, I've I've managed to and look to to the limits of reasonable investment. I think it takes a lot more in vinyl to get a to get as good a result as 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 digital from what i'm willing to spend on something i a device that has you know a phono stage and a a device that has a d to a there's no doubt digital wins hands down but the ritual aspect of putting something on and taking me back to 
you know, the 80s and listening to those albums at the time, there's no doubt that the subjective emotional side of vinyl wins hands down. The qualitative, uh, quantitative, sorry, uh, uh, view is digital with a good D2A wins hands down. That's that's just my view. So I enjoyed both for different reasons. Well, that was really fascinating. We just, I hope we've informed, entertained, whatever uh, on how to you know why turntables are great how to how to enjoy them why we enjoy them next week we're going to talk about the next system but not your last but not your last like the next system but it's never your last come in talk to our website www.3sadbastards.com and um have a look at our previous really terrible podcasts all right talk to you soon bye next next week Oh, for fuck's sake, these are so hard. I have to re edit, I've moved it around. Generally, I think, what have I done? I think, taken, I think this was one of our best I, episodes ever. It was. I'm with you, Alice. You guys are fucking clowns. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Next, next series, you guys are editing <laughs> this. Um, so, it can't be that hard, surely. Oh. How hard no, could Trevor, it be, you right? are the worst Seriously, Trevor. To be, it's fucking hard. Trevor, and this is my complaint about Trevor. You're just random, so I just ignore you. Trevor starts at a very rational position, a very interesting position, but this is the path, and then he goes this way. And all the way through the conversation, you go, yeah, that makes sense. That's really interesting. And you find your... So, like, so you've got to flatten the curve with me. Is that what you're trying to do? No, I've just got to learn to this.